Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Impacting Life 24-7 with your host, C.L. King. Coming to you live again from the High Definition Studios here in Impactville. And very, very cognizant of the hour that we're living in. Very, very cognizant of the moment that we're living in. And one of the things that I recognize about what we do here at Impact Life 24-7 is when we talk about impact, impact comes in so many different forms, variations, and dimensions. And I know that many of you in the United States, because of course we have our show downloaded in 30 different countries. Those of you in the United States, especially out West in Texas, in Valde, Texas, are, are acutely aware of the tragedy that just happened at an elementary school where 14 elementary school students who were preparing for summer break in two days, tragically were their lives were cut short by a gunman and a shooter and yet another mass shooting in America. And so I'm thinking, you know, I'm, I'm just having, you know, usually I'm preparing my show well in advance and I, I've been obviously had a heavy heart as I'm sure many of you have. And I think God orchestrates everything according to his timing. The Bible says he, he took counsel after his own will. And so my guest tonight, who has joined us so graciously from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, her name is Shirley Thiessen. And we were supposed to have her on the show this time last week. And schedules, you know, happen and you know how that is, very busy people. And she needed to reschedule. And God made it so that she could be with us today. And I do not believe, I do not believe that things just happen. I believe that God orchestrates everything. Now, you may not want to believe that, but I do. And the sovereignty of his will truly is going to be on display today because Shirley is someone who will be able to help us navigate not only what we've experienced today, but many of you have experienced this, this word, this emotion, this feeling called grief in the past 24 months, in the past year, 10 years. And she's a grief coach and she's had a, a very life altering experience that she's going to help us walk through today. And the reason why I feel like it's God's destiny for her to be here today is because I know so many people are, are emotionally charged right now. And there's families hurting in the western part of our country where people don't know what to say. They're just gathered around and 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 Shirley has been equipped to give people the tools to understand how to navigate this thing called grief. We're living in the midst of grief right now, ladies and gentlemen. And Shirley has, and I'm so thankful that she's taking time out of her schedule to be with us on Impacting Life 24-7. And the reason why I say I'm thankful is because 
surely comes highly recommended in our international podcast collab club. So would you guys welcome to our virtual studios, my friend and sister, Miss Shirley Thiessen. Welcome, Shirley. Hey, thank you so much, CL, for having me on. I It's a privilege to be here, and I'm looking forward to our conversation. I am so looking forward to our conversation as well, Shirley. And again, I want to thank you because I know that you're very, very busy looking at your itinerary and your schedule and the ministries that you have going on with you and your husband there in Canada. We th- we thank God that you were able to squeeze us in here at Impact Your Life 24-7. And uh, has it warmed up up there a little bit? Oh, a little bit, but, you know, not probably to your standards. <laughs> yeah, because it's like 90 <laughs> down here in North Carolina. Well, <laughs> we call North Carolina Impactville because that's where I am. And and so Shirley, thank you so much again. I want to I know our our show format typically calls for 30 minutes, but we're just going to let y'all just forgive me. We're just going to let God move and however the time goes, we'll just let that happen. Is that okay with you? Mm-hmm. That's a great yeah, idea. So that's just what that's just the way we roll. And since I am one of the CEOs of Impacting Life 24/7 Incorporated LLC, I get to call the shots. So anyway, I'm just teasing. But uh, again, Shirley Thiessen from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. So one of the I would like to just get started and uh, by introducing you to our audience, our vast audience, and people want to connect with you right away. So tell us some places that people can connect with you and get up with you, Shirley. Yeah, for sure. Well, Facebook is one of those places. Um, Corner Bend Ministries is one Facebook page for my ministry, also Shirley Thiessen. On Instagram, it's Corner Bend Shirley. Uh, LinkedIn, also Shirley Thiessen. And my website is www.shirleythiessen.com. And uh, there's lots to uh, just look at there, but I would welcome your listeners to engage with me. I'd love that. Yeah, listen, ladies and gentlemen, I would just start going there right now. Those of you that may be listening to our podcast or those of you that are watching live, I would ask you to go to ShirleyThiessen.com. I, I had to I had to relearn her name right before the show, ladies and gentlemen. I was calling her Shirley Thiessen, and you guys know, my staff knows, that I butcher people's names relentlessly. So I've been working on trying to do better, and uh, I had to spell it out phonetically so I didn't butcher it. But uh, ShirleyThiessen.com, and it's very simple. Just go to Shirley, S-H-I-R-L-E-Y, T-H-I-E-S-S-E-N.com, ShirleyThiessen.com. I went through her website over the past several days, and I've just been amazed at the wealth of information. It's chock full of uh, help and direction and guidance in this area of grief. So I know you, Shirley. I know you well, and our team team knows you well. But, of course, our audience is you're brand new to us, uh, to those listeners. And so why don't you just give us a little bit of background about you? Tell us a little bit about yourself. For sure. Well, you know, you're rocking the thesis. You're getting it so good. Thank you. Well, I, uh, I'm married to my husband, Carrie, for nearly 38 years. Are you even 38 years old? See, you're, 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 you know what? You know, see, that hurts. I got eight grandchildren, young lady. I'm, I am, I'm nobody's youngster no more. I know I look young. That's just I cut all this gray hair off. 
Uh, <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, so I'm happily married. Uh, we have a son named Jordan who lives in heaven, and our daughter Chantel is uh, married, um, just married last year in COVID uh, to a wonderful guy named Addison. And I got to do something I never imagined. I was able to officiate uh, my daughter's wedding. Whoa. And partly because we could only have 10 people uh, in <laughs> their present. We had many more people on Zoom. It was a right. Zoom wedding. Right. Uh, but what an honor it was to officiate. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah, that, that one was kind of a surprise, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there were some uptakes to COVID. Um, I live by this mantra. Happy is the woman who can laugh at herself, for she will never cease to be amused. <laughs> and the older I get, the more that is true. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it's very humbling to get older. Well, you know, that's interesting that you say that. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in to Impacting Life 24-7. I see folks chiming in in the chat. And uh, we're just we, we're going to try to stay focused tonight because we got a lot to get to and uh, trying to be mindful of our dear friend's time. Um, but, you know, th the truth of the matter is, is that I agree with that statement. The older I get, uh, Shirley, the less serious I take myself. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, you know, when I first started, when I first started out in the professional speaking world, I thought, you know, I had to care, you know, hold my hand just right. And, you know, just have the right sway and swagger. And I, and I realized that, that people really don't care nothing all about your resume and all your accolades and giftings of men. They just, they just care if you can, if you can reach them, if you can touch them. Mm -hmm. And so, and so, you know, I, I don't go out in town anymore. Like I'm some sort of celebrity because you know what? I'm, my kids know who I really am. Our kids, they know they, they'll tell on you too. Our kids know who we are. And so I just try to live up to that standard. I try to be a good dad and a good husband, you know, mm, and you are, you are, so so in Alberta, have you guys always lived up there in Calgary, Alberta, Canada? No, no. I've uh, lived in a few places, okay. uh, born in Winnipeg, lived um, in Edmonton as well. And but for where I met my husband was a little town called Tawasson, just outside of Vancouver, B.C. Beautiful, mm -hmm. beautiful spot. And uh, so, yeah, that's where I met my husband. And um, we ha had an arranged marriage. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, the range marriage. That sounds like something out in the in the Middle East. Explain that. <laughs> so, um, my my husband's dad. Uh -huh. um, well, I think he kind of picked me for his son Harry, and so uh, yeah, we uh, we kind of say we were slow on the uptake. Uh, dad Thiessen had the idea first, and he cultivated things to to move us towards that, and I, I couldn't be happier. That that is so awesome, man! And you say thirty eight years later, mm -hmm. it can work, ladies and gentlemen. I should, get, you know, I got a couple daughters. I should work in that prearranged marriage thing. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't want me to touch it. They would say, "No, sir, not not you, Dad," uh, because for dads, there's never a good enough man. But uh, mm -hmm. again, ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning in to Impact Life twenty four seven, and this is one thing that I do that we do on this show, Shirley, is that we try to connect people uh, with people. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I, mm -hmm. I get so many offers, offers to come on shows and make appearances. And I don't, I don't, it's not about that. It's really about connecting humanity 
with with hurting humanity or or succeeding humanity and you've got such a tremendous 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 ministry and gift that you're going to share with us tonight that i want everybody to go to shirleythiessen.com greg's got that in the chat and all you got to do is look here's how you spell it for our podcast folks of course it'll be in the show notes but you go you type in uh shirley s-h-i-r-l-e-y Thiessen, T-H-I-E-S-S-E-N.com and go to her website and connect with her there. She She's on all social media platforms as well, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. <clears throat> and so what brings us together today, as you know, Shirley, when we set up the show, as we were setting it up, we, you and I had just a few moments in the pre-show because I was just kind of agonizing about what took place in uh, Valde, Texas. And 15 souls have been catapulted into eternity untimely because of a of a lone gunman. Now, in the days after this, there will be people surrounding the family and there'll be people that will no doubt mean well, but they won't know what to say. Mm. They, they won't. They and 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 I was thinking about this today. It's like, surely. Thiessen, you have you have really uncovered something that I think we all struggle with. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do something a little different in our format tonight. I'm going to lay out the floor mat, and I want you to just tell your story to us. Why, I, help us understand, Shirley, how you got into this space. Hmm. Well, I would want to invite you into my story in the year 2012. In fact, in the fall of 2012, at that point, uh, our daughter Chantel was 20 years old and uh, in her third year of university. Our son Jordan had just recently graduated and had just landed a career job in our city after a nationwide search. We were so excited that he um, would be living nearby. Well, then October 6, our son Jordan got married and we were so excited. You know, like you, CL, we had invested so much time, love, energy, and money into our kid. And now our son was off the payroll. Life was great. Well, just a few days after the wedding, uh, we went down to California for a vacation. And as it was so beautiful there. I remember October 18th was a particularly beautiful day. My intent was to get by the pool with a good book and just relax. But first I needed to run an errand. I needed to buy something for our condo kitchen. And that day I decided, you know what? I'm going to do this really quick. So I'm going to shop like my husband, just in and out, find it, buy it, take it home, done. Yes, uh-huh. Well, as I'm walking into this department store, I'm quickly distracted by a rack of summer dresses on clearance. So forgetting that I'm in a hurry, I went over to have just a quick look. There was a black dress that clearly did not belong on that rack. And I remember holding it up on the hanger, admiring the fabric. It was so soft, beautiful design. And nicely lined, but it wasn't my size. I didn't need a dress. I put it back. And as I walked away, I clearly heard these words. I want you to buy that black dress. You are going to a funeral. Mm. 
Well, my head swung around to see who said that. There were people in the store, but no one was near me. Confused, I continued to walk away, but this time I could read the words in my head like a news ticker. Mm -hmm. Before I knew it, I'm in the change room, standing in front of this full-length mirror, wearing the dress. It fits so well. It felt so comfortable. But my rational thought was this. I don't know anyone who has recently died. I have no funeral to attend. Besides, I already have a black dress in my closet. Like, what am I doing? But that message repeated. You know, I've heard God's whisper to my spirit. I felt his nudges, but never before did I receive such a bold directive. I could not avoid it or deny it. Mm -hmm. I bought the dress, unsure to whose funeral I was meant to wear it. Well, I didn't have long to wait. Just a few hours after that shopping trip, a police officer came to the door of our condo. In a matter of a few minutes, my worst nightmare started to unfold. Our son, Jordan, 23 years old, just married 12 days, had been killed in a workplace accident. It took me a few minutes to connect the dots, that that black dress, the one I just purchased. Now I knew to whose funeral I was meant to wear it, my son's funeral. And I sobbed in disbelief. You know, at the same time, I remember thinking how kind of my heavenly father to do something so personal for me to pick out the dress that I would wear on my darkest day. And knowing that God had picked it out gave me confidence to give a 23 minute tribute to my 23 year old son on my darkest day. Mm. And that my friend has set me into a whole trajectory into this grief journey that I'm nearly 10 years into. And the thing that I never saw coming was having a grief ministry because the younger me did not know how to come alongside my grieving friends. As I look back, I shudder to think about the things that I said or I did or didn't do because we don't talk about grief. We don't coach each other about what, what is the most helpful thing to support someone else who was bereaved. And so I went ahead for years doing certain things like, well, I had this thought that, you know what? Grief is a private matter. It's better dealt with all alone. Hmm. No, we need each other. And in fact, it was my caring, courageous friends who chose to enter this messy, chaotic grief journey of mine and my family and say, we're with you. We're in this with you. And it expressed empathy in so many beautiful, creative ways that I learned from them Mm -hmm. what it means to be a hope hero. And a hope hero is simply just that caring grief companion who lends hope to that person who can't imagine ever waking up from this nightmare and having hope again. Hope Hero. And again, ladies and gentlemen, you're you're joining us. Those of you who join are joining us live on Impacting Life 24-7. We're blessed to have 
in our virtual studios all the way from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, our friend and sister Shirley Thiessen, and she is uh, helping us understand, I mean, just in the, if you missed in the last few moments, she told us about <clears throat> how she got into this, this journey of helping people navigate grief. And uh, by a workplace accident, she lost her son, and he was just a few days in marriage, and life was so promising and before him, and she steps in a store, looks at a, but before that, she had stepped in a store and, and looked at a black dress. Now, you've got a book that you wrote concerning this, right? Yes, I sure did. And it's titled, no surprise, it's titled The Little Black Funeral Dress, uh-huh. Five Things I Wish I Had Known About Grief. Ooh. Five things that you wish you had known about grief, because you said it, you said it very well there. You know, we, we, we all, here's the reality. <clears throat> this is a reality that we, we try to avoid almost like having to go to the dentist, um, that grief is going to befall us in one shape, fashion, or form. Two years ago, I'm just thinking about the kid who I have on my massive monitor here in this. When you guys see me looking over to the left, it's because I'm looking at the big screen. The camera's over there, but my big screen is over here where I could really see everything. And my my nephew, Jordan Murray, is on, on the screen there. I have him down in the bottom left corner who met his untimely demise due to a uh, drug overdose from fentanyl. Mm-hmm. And trying to find the words to comfort his his father and his mother seemed to escape me. I tried. My wife tried. And it almost was like it almost felt like an exercise in futility, uh, Shirley. And and were is those when you think about looking back, were those kind of like your feelings as well? Now that you understand how to better navigate this? Definitely. I mean, I think the most impactful thing we can say is there are no words, I, but I want you to know, I love you. I care for your family and I am with you in this. Mm. The greatest thing that is fear. You know, you just can't imagine how you're going to get till tomorrow. You can't imagine if how your world can just come undone so quickly in a blink of an eye. It can be so different. I remember my husband saying to me that in the first year or so when our son died, it was so impactful for him to hear from people that when they said, we love you guys, we love your family. And I said, why was that so important? Because, you know, you're the kind of guy that used to say to me, well, you know, I told you I loved you on your wedding day. And, you know, I have to repeat myself. (laughs) And so it kind of surprised me that that was what was important to him. And his response was this. He said, it didn't feel like God loved us anymore. I needed to know someone did. And just saying that like makes me tear up because that is the thing that most grievers are grappling with. How can God allow this? Yeah. Does he really love me? Does he really care? Does he love me? Does he care? That man, that's a that's a great question because people feel so alone. 
uh, during that time because there's been a chasm or a hole created. Uh, my VP and the, the, the co-owner of Impact Life 24-7 LLC, Greg Smith, who is, if you see me, you see Greg. Uh, he has already purchased the book. And Greg, if you could go ahead and put in the chat the link, uh, we can get it on Amazon. Are there other places that we can get the book, Shirley? On my website, ShirleyThiessen.com. ShirleyThiessen.com. And uh, you can get an autographed copy at your website? You bet. Yeah, you want to get that book right now. And I'm just asking everybody because I, I'm going to get it. And uh, we, we, I'm going to give you one, CL. <laughs> well, it will be a blessing. It can go right back here in our cathedral of resources after I read it. But, but, but the truth of the matter is, is that that, that little, the book with the, with the black dress kind of paint the picture for us. Like, you know, just give us a general idea of what you, what you did to put that book together and what, what can readers expect from it? Well, it's almost like a two parts um, and it's very short read. It's only 93 pages. And I wrote that because when you're grieving, right, it's right. very difficult to retain information, or at least yeah. I found that to be. And so, yeah, there's not a lot of fluff in it. It's just to the point. So I share a little bit about my story to give you some context. And then I go into five things I wish I'd known about grief. And these are things, um, some things like compounded my grief, made it worse because I did not know um, some of the physical manifestations of grief. It's like an emotional concussion. And I thought I was going crazy. Like lights were too bright, noises were too loud. I couldn't um, whole conversations. I, I found that I had short-term memory loss. My, my legs were weighted. I found it difficult to walk or go upstairs. Like you just think, what is going on? And so it's things like that, that I think, why don't we talk about what you can expect in grief? And, and let's just be real. Like everyone's grief experience is as unique to them as their fingerprint. Right. However, there are certain aspects that seem to be repeated for many people. And so I just wanted to unpack some of that for people to know how you you can prepare in little pieces. It's like doing your homework is like, OK, so I'm not going crazy. I've lost all my taste buds. Right. This will come back or my ability to find joy, my ability to feel a purpose. Um, so those are kind of things I just break down, but also it is also is for the person who wants to know, how do I support my grieving friend? Right. So I actually list things that you should say and things that you should never say. Wow. And um, just want to give people a little cheat sheet so they can refer to that. And, um, you know, things like, well, um, at least you have a daughter or yeah. as as my daughter-in-law heard, well, at least you're young enough. You'll find another husband. Oh my goodness. Are you that serious? Is, yeah, that, that is not helpful. And you know, when we say anything that starts with at least you, it's like, you're trying to diminish the loss. You're helping them to see a silver lining. Like it's not that bad, at least not realizing that is crushing. That is crushing that at least. Yeah. You know, one, my uh, charity, my wife who, it, we went through the loss of her mother together. I've never been in the room where somebody went on to eternity until I, until I was with her mother. And, mm. uh, it was, it was the most, 
uh, watching my wife care for her through the cancer journey. And we, you know, obviously you kind of, kind of was hoping to prolong the inevitable. And my wife poured her absolute soul into keeping her mother alive. I mean, fighting with doctors, etc. Um, she says, it's hard to see the world continue to go, go round when grief engulfs you. You're almost angry at everyone else for going on normally. Yes, absolutely. Like, like, you know, you come after the funeral and after the flowers are done and you've got to, we had to travel the 745 mile trip back to North Carolina. It's like North Carolina didn't stop. Mm, Exactly. The church didn't stop, you know, people's and you see folks jovial and happy and all that. And you're like, I'm not in that. I'm not feeling that way. Right. And, and they could have heard, they, they, they really needed to hear your keys, though, because I think I might have told you this in our pre-show a week or so ago, that the church fumbles this, too. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, they're in heaven. Now. Well, okay, yes, but I'm here on earth and I'm without them. And, exactly. Uh, so, 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 so. Can you give us just one of those of of those elements in in your book that you uh, that you help people with? And, and I know you say things that you shouldn't say, but what are some things that people should say? Well, to say something like, you know what, I remember Jordan as this, or I loved his smile, or when people say, um, I can't, I don't understand your loss. But I just want you to know my heart hurts with yours. Mm. Those are really impactful. Yeah. Not trying to, you know, give you some magic bullet that, you know, this is going to make it all, all go away. There is none of that. But just to express empathy. And empathy is so different from sympathy. Yes. And empathy is feeling with someone. You're actually coming close and you're saying, we are going to get through this together. Right. Where sympathy is holding someone at an arm's length. It's feeling for them concern, but like you're kind of a spectator in their loss. You're, you're not going to come close. It's just much different. And so empathy really is the untapped advantage of every healthy relationship. So it doesn't matter what kind of loss someone has experienced. It could be the loss of a job, the, the loss of a friendship, right. the loss of anything important to you. Empathy really is the secret key to um, healthy, healthy relationships. Well, here's what I'm going to do, ladies and gentlemen. I know that I am the host of this show and Greg is the VP and Mike is the co-host, but I'm going to give us a few extra minutes tonight. And if you have... We've got quite a few people in our live chat. If you'd like to just pose a question to our guest, uh, Shirley Thiessen from Calgary, Calgary, Alberta, Canada, uh, you know, maybe that that you're dealing with grief or how to help someone who is going through grief um, that that we'll we'll pose the questions to her. And I know she'll be able to uh definitely answer them terry filial says that empathy is much needed yes now let me ask you this let me let me just start with the questioning when we talk about timelines because you said that every everybody's grief is different but then we got this we got this massive marble round ball that forces us into another day every day Mm -hmm. 
some people say, well, you know, just take a couple weeks and you'll be good. Or take, you know, there's there's five stages of grief. And I've had someone on that 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 goes through, walks through, you know, the elements of grief. But but I don't know if that's so neatly packaged. Give us your insights on, you know, when people are grieving and it's, it, you know, they're expected to get over it in two or three weeks. Oh my goodness. It makes me get so angry when I hear someone say that because, and, and truly I was the younger me really did think that grief would be wrapped up in about a year. In fact, even when Jordan died, I thought if I can just get through all the first, I'm going to be able to make it. But I didn't realize the second year is actually was worse. And it's worse for many people because the fog of your grief, you're in shock often, even if it's anticipated loss, but you're in such a shock that as the grief fog lifts, Mm -hmm. you become aware that, oh my goodness, this is for the rest of my earthly life. Like, yes, I will be reunited with my son in heaven because he loved Jesus. And But from now until then, he's gone. So I've not only lost today, but I've lost my future with him. And so those kind of things started to become a way I became aware of them in this second year. And it, it just stung even worse. But by a second year, many people have stepped away for sure. And so those people that stay with you, like my friend, Corrine, who chooses to send me a text on um, the 18th day of each and every month because my son died on the 18th of October. So this has been going on for nearly 10 years and she acknowledges my loss. She sometimes shares a verse. Sometimes she just tells me how much she loves and cares for me, but wow, her intentionality of continuing to bear witness to my pain all these years is amazing. And we all send texts. So this is something we can all do for those who are hurting. Well, let me just, can I just, um, uh, folks, you know, we're just going to go until we're done. Okay. So I I know that our show format is at 30 minutes, but we're just going to go until we're done whenever that is. So hang with us. We thank you for tuning in to impact life 24 seven. I'm asking everyone to go to Shirley, Thiessen.com and get a copy of her book. Tell me the name of your book again so I don't mess it up. The Little Black Funeral Dress. Five things I wish I had known about grief. Five things she wished she had known about grief. The Little Black Funeral Dress. And uh, of course, you can get that at ShirleyThiessen.com. That's S-H-I-R-L-E-Y-T-H-I-E-S-S-E-N.com. Our guest from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Um, when you, you talk about four best practices that give confidence to those who feel uncertain about how to express empathy in ways that lends hope to the hurting, would you mind sharing just a couple of those best practices? And before you do, I just want to tell everybody that's our, in our live audience, you're free to ask questions. Okay. We've got a, we've got a, a Shirley is a grief coach. She's got a grief ministry and uh, it's very, very expansive. When you go to her website, you're going to see she's not just, she's obviously lived it, but she's also transformed her grief into something to help others. And so at ShirleyThiessen.com, you can find 
much more resources than our little show can accommodate. But if you got questions, if you like to add, we got a few minutes left, guys. Put Pose your questions in the chat, and uh, I'll bring them up to Shirley. Before we get to our first question, we got a couple already coming in, Shirley. You said that you found four breast practices. Now, I want to honor the work that you've done and the labor, so I don't want you to give all four. I want people to connect with you. But give us one or two of the best practices that you found for helping people do better in this area of, you know, giving them confidence to feel, um, you know, in, in uh, when they feel uncertain about how to express empathy. For sure. Well, based on what my hope heroes, my caring grief companions uh, showed me is the, are these concepts. And so I've given an acrostic is lap. You do the lap L A P P. And so the first one L is for listen. That seems so simplistic, but we live in such a noisy world that when you create a safe place for a griever to be heard, you have actually allowed them to help untangle their thoughts, to find a path forward. And a little piece of healing happens when someone feels like you've understood their pain. Let me interject. I didn't write this course, but that's a very, very powerful one. And I just want to say something because this I won't say greats on my nerves. I'm going to be respectful of the night. But this challenges me when I am trying to express something to someone and they're already thinking about what they want to say. You know, unplug this mouth right here and just listen. Nod your head, make eye contact, but don't be looking to offer anything. Just when somebody's unearthing their feelings to you don't be like uh uh-huh, 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 but, but but no 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 and i i have struggles talking to people like that and i've worked on it myself because i'm a professional speaker so i'm always looking for something to say listening is, mm-hmm. is intentional man and people can pick up when you're truly not listening you're just hearing hearing and right. listening are two different things so the the lapp program uh formula formula that she has listening and she said it's, it sounds so simplistic, but it's so, so powerful. Go on. Oh, beautiful gift. Absolutely. And A is for acknowledge. And acknowledge is really just validating that their feelings, their experience is worthy of your empathetic response. And so that's where you would say those things that would be helpful. Like, like not saying, maybe we'll say this, don't say, oh, just call me if you need anything. That is not helpful at all. It's much better to say, you know what, next week on Tuesday and Thursday, I'm available. I can walk your dog. I can do run you an errand for you, or I can mow your lawn. Like, is one of those things helpful for you? I just want to help ease the burden of, you know, life for you. And so, so, so helpful just to acknowledge their loss and then step in with empathy. That's powerful. My wife asked the question, Charity. Um, and before I say her question, I'm just going to say, I'm going to speak about Mike Black, who's our V, who's our uh, co-host and, uh, also part owner of Impact Life 24 seven. He talks about, uh, his wife lost mom and dad years ago in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, I know I messed up dealing, uh, with this years later anything you recommend that that i can say besides praying of course but let me tell you before that's a question i know mike 
But I can say this about Mike. We have a friend who lost his daughter <clears throat> last year during COVID. Young lady, wow. totally unexpected, um, just totally unexpected. A young, healthy individual. And, you know, this guy who lost his daughter, who's a friend of mine for 25 years, he doesn't show a lot of emotion. So, you know, it's like you don't know how to navigate. And so what Mike did was he he helped uh, my friend, our friend, get the get his daughter's apartment cleaned out and help move the furniture. Um, and I'm telling you what, I know that our friend re- remembers that and it ministered to him. So like you say, sometimes it's not just about, hey, if you need anything, call me. I, I used to preach this. Um, don't say that. I used to preach it from pulpits. I'm like, if don't ever say if you need me, don't don't say that. <laughs> Understand the, the circumstances around you. Cain was asked, uh, where is your brother? And and Cain's response was, Am I my brother's keeper? Be your brother's keeper. And so, you know, Mike's question is all these years he, he feels like he kind of fumbled and, and didn't necessarily handle right the death of his wife's mom and dad. And he's asking, uh, is there anything that, that you recommend that he can say besides prayer? Of course, holidays, birthdays are still tough. Oh, absolutely. You know what? I think humility is, um, is so endearing. And so if that were me, I would say, you know, I feel like I didn't come alongside you with empathy and compassion as I maybe should have or felt like I'm, I should have. So I just want you to know that this is something that is still um, so dear to my heart. And I want you to know that I hurt with you. And I just want to tell you a memory that I have of your mom and dad that, that makes me smile. And I hope that it'll give you a smile and, and then just share that. Um, so as you're doing that, you're acknowledging actually the loss and you're helping them to carry that, those loved ones into the today and into the future by saying like, or saying, let's just choose to be the best parts of your mom and dad. Like, I really liked how your dad had such a sense of humor or something. Let's just, you know, let's make it more intentional about sharing some of his jokes, you know, just in his memory, something like that. Very powerful. Uh, Charity says, how do you handle a conversation when you're grieving about your loss, desiring to release your burden a little, but the conversation always turns to the other person's experience of loss as though theirs is greater or more important? Should we avoid should we avoid conversations with people who are not sincerely interested in giving empathy or showing you um, uh, the same empathy and, and allowing you to share? Oh, yeah. You know, one thing is comes to light is that when you are grieving a loss, your heart is very tender Mm -hmm. and you have to protect your heart. And that sometimes means protecting yourself from people who aren't your safe people. Um, And one thing we need to do is not make comparisons. So so if I am, you're telling me about your loss, CL, and I say, oh, I know exactly how you feel. When, like when Jordan died, this happened, this happened. That is not empathy. We need to always just bring it back to the other person's loss. We can certainly say, you know, I am familiar with grief. So if the person wants to ask me about my loss, I, I can go there. 
But until then, it's just all about the bereaved. And so, yeah, there's times you have to take a step back from some relationships for your heart's sake. That's powerful. What about the A? I just want to get the L and the A. What was the A in your? The A is acknowledge the loss. Mm. Yeah, acknowledge the loss. Now, let me ask you this. You know, we hear this statement a lot. I'm sorry for your loss. Does it? Is that does that is that becoming too calloused and too too cavalier that statement? Um, I still would accept like accept that as something I say too. I am so sorry for your loss. Okay. Okay. But then I th- it would go a little bit step further, and I would say, I just I want you to know how much I care for you and and your family. I re- I hurt with you. Right. So just taking that step forward. The one thing I don't like is when people say, well, my, my thoughts are with you. <laughs> like that's not enough. Right. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're right, man. You're, <laughs> that is so true. And, and see, and that's the thing is that what we, where I see this in society, because as you know, being a, you being an international figure yourself, social media has made it so easy to make things easy right Mm -hmm. so in other words you see someone post about the loss of their family member and you can go on and just a few clicks send a heart or an emoji a sad face and say oh man man my thoughts are with you and keep it moving you did your job right you punched the Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but man I, i i will be honest with you and i don't say this to pat um myself on the back because i i didn't know this statement um, but someone, someone lost their dad just recently. And, um, I, I said just inadvertently that, Hey, I'm hurting with you because it, it just looked as how much he really loved his dad. And, mm-hmm. and cause like, like you say, you're, you're always trying to find the right fitting word to, to try to show that you're genuine. But it it was just like I this is what I needed to say, man. I needed to let him know that I'm hurting with you, not, mm-hmm. that, not that it's gonna be all right or mm-hmm. this no. too shall pass. <laughs> oh dear, yeah, for sure. Right, and so so now, but but let's just move on to the next part because you took all of this, you wrote a book, but you also have now um, made yourself available to people to help them navigate this more on an an intentional basis. So tell us how you started your, your whole coaching and your ministry. How did that, I mean, how did that go? Well, it kind of came out of a holy discontent and that is, uh, you kind of alluded to it earlier. And that is, I realized that I was, I grew up in the church and I did not know how to be a hope hero, how to be a caring grief companion to others. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how did that happen? How did I get to 47 years old and be so naive about this? And so I am determined that as a Christian community, we need to coach each other. We need to learn from each other. We need to talk about these things um, about grief because Often we have a grief support group for the bereaved that they can go to that little group. And when their seven weeks or 13 weeks is over, then they, you know, come back into the body and, and we're supposed to magically know how to engage with them. And that's often what happens is they come back and people are saying these things that are well-intentioned, well-meaning, but they're wounding. And so then those grievers are going to 
push their grief aside, they're going to go, well, this is not a place, a safe place for me to openly share that I'm really hurting at two years later, I am really hurting. And, and so people might say, well, where's your faith? Like, come on, you need to pray more or something like that, that just, oh, that hurts. And so I am so determined that we need to help church communities first and foremost to be a safe place where people can authentically grieve. And so that's why I've created a online on-demand Hope Heroes course, just two hours of content organized into five easy to digest videos where kids can learn this and like all the way up to from nine to 99. And I'd love it so that people even far from God would come to our churches because we are the most empathetic, compassionate people in the world. That's powerful. And what I'm going to do is, um, listen, if you guys, if there's anyone that wants to go through that course, th this is just impacting life 24 seven. This is how we do things here. If there's anybody that'd like to go through that course with, uh, Shirley Thiessen and, you know, obviously there's, there's, uh, there's, there's, uh, an invoice associated with it. If there's a, if there's a challenge there, just reach out to me, myself, Greg and Mike, and, uh, we'll put you through that course. Mm. Uh, we, we that's that's how how important i know this is and i and how much wow. i realize people are hurting out there and so uh thank you I'm, that's so generous absolutely and and uh we 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 want it this is what impacting life is about it's not just about a show it's not just about me getting ratings and looking famous it truly is about making an impact in people's lives and when i watched my wife's at, when I watched my wife agonize over the loss of her mother, and then I watched who, how we both, who have been in ministry for 30-plus years, we watched how it was like, well, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. You know, let's move on. You know, get your joy back. Come on, dance in the altar. It was just like, man, we, we, we and, and maybe this is a statement that I need to make. I won't let I won't let uh, Shirley make it. Let me make it because I'm I'll get in trouble. She she won't. We're going to keep her pure. Maybe the church is afraid of grief. Maybe the church doesn't know how because we don't know how to handle it. We, you know what I mean? We, we we because we don't talk about it enough. We only talk about it at funerals. Right. Mm -hmm. that, that we we haven't helped people negotiate this and we haven't equipped the rest of the saints and how to help someone negotiate it right Amen. you said it best i love it man when, when someone passes away in your family you're gonna get a week's worth of lasagna and macaroni and spaghetti and chicken right right Th this 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 convicts me ladies and gentlemen that her friend shirley's friend on the 18th day of every month sends shirley a message isn't that amazing Every 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 month, and and I'm I'm convicted, man. My my heart is smitten because I was doing that for Francis, my my nephew's father, and it looked like he's moving on, and you know everything's good. So I'm like, well, maybe I'm good now. I don't need to send anything else. Totally smitten. Mm. Well, that was worth it right there for me. <laughs> yes, and so um, Shirley. Thiessen, you can go to shirleythiessen.com 
and you spell her name why I have to keep looking at my screen because <laughs> I still ain't memorized it. It's Shirley Feeson, S-H-I-R-L-E-Y-T-H-I-E-S-S-E-N dot Got it. Com, dot com. And I want you guys to know that if there's anybody that would love to go through her her course, what is the course called? Hope Heroes? Hope Heroes, a framework for sharing hope with the brokenhearted. Yeah, it it, it is, uh, if there's a challenge with you, being able to come up with the with the revenue, Greg, Mike, and CL King will put you through that course. Just reach out to Ooh, us. Christine, beautiful. Christine says, I couldn't listen to any music. K-Love or at church, I wasn't ready for a couple months. Music went from giving me comfort before my dad's death to can't listen at all. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's it's interesting that you say that, Christine, because music is a very powerful tool. I mean, I'm a former music minister, but you know, surely a certain song can come on the radio or a certain song I can go on YouTube and play. And man, it can take me into sob world for the loss of my grandmother or, you know what I mean? You bet. Oh, for sure. I remember standing in church service, you know, the worship is going on and I'm just crying through every song. And I, yeah, I relate to Christine. That's, that was my, my world too, for quite a while, but then it switched a few years later and a friend actually was acknowledging my loss by creating for me a very personal uh, playlist of songs that were related to hope and grief and um, honest lament. And it was so powerful for me. I listened to those driving to work, driving home. I just immersed myself in those songs and they actually were a, a piece of my healing. Awesome. Well, again, ladies and gentlemen, I'd love for you guys. We pinned it in the chat. Of course, this will be on our podcast for all of our podcast listeners. And for those of you out there in podcast world, reach out to us if you would like to go through her course. Um, and if there's a challenge there, just reach out to me and our staff will help you out. Okay. And, 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 and I'm learning that you, you, you spoke, you spoke volumes to us tonight, Shirley. I'm learning Mm -hmm. that it is so much, uh, uh, it's not just about the, the mass amount of things that you do, but that little consistent thing that you get the 18th of every month, Mm -hmm. man, she, she didn't, she might not have known on the 18th, some of the dark times that you've had, and she just drops that little note. She drops that little message. Amazing. Yeah. Like who does that? Like nearly 10 years later, like, and it's just, it's more powerful as time goes on. Right. Because like you say, you can look at your friend and go, Oh, you know, they seem to be coping pretty good. I guess I don't need to check in with them or I don't need to mention their loved one. Oh, I love it. When she writes my son's name in this text and says something about him, like as powerful. Well, I, I'm sorry for the look on my face, ladies and gentlemen. My wife just came, came in the studio. She got drenched. It's raining outside like crazy. Uh, and all the windows were down because I left the windows down. Oops. Oh, so I'm in the doghouse. I might need your help, Shirley. <laughs> well, come on to Canada. Have you been ever been here? I have. Been, I've been to uh, Kingston, uh, been to Niagara Falls. I was in a group home. I was raised in a group home. And so uh, one of the group homes that I was in years ago, back in the 80s, 
they uh, took the kids to a, a trip to Canada. So I'll, I'll never forget that. I, that's where I was at. Uh, but I've never wow. been to your area. So maybe you never know. God will work it out. We can minister together one day. That uh, would be fun. But ladies and gentlemen, we, we have, in our, again, like I said, we've been blessed. Uh, you got to get a copy of her book. And, and the way you do that is to go to ShirleyFeason.com. Uh, I want you to sign up for her. For She's got all different types of ways to connect with her, all different types of, of, of outreaches and ministries, as well as information to help you navigate if you're gone, if you're going through grief or if you want to help somebody who is. And so you said that there was there was there was multiple things that you wish you had known. That's the subtitle of your book, right? Five things mm-hmm. or four things you wish you had known? Five things I wish I had known about grief. Five mm-hmm. things I wish you had known about grief. And and so get a copy of that book. Greg's already got it. I'm getting an autographed copy. Uh, and so I'll send you our address and uh, we look forward. We're gonna have we're gonna have you back again, Shirley, because here's what I recognize, and we do this on this show regularly that it, it is not just a one-time thing mm. you know what I'm saying? and yeah and, and we need we need this message out a whole lot more because people people have gone through a lot even in the last 24 months people have gone through so much and so we want to have you back you have you've been a phenomenal guest we want to continue to support you in your your husband's ministry there and in uh, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Got Canada in the house today. And uh, <laughs> this was so uplifting. And I thank you for you. I thank you for making yourself vulnerable to uh, to our audience in order to help someone. So what mm-hmm. I'm going to do now is I'm going to ask for you to take a few moments and just give a word of encouragement to our listeners Take about 45, 60 seconds and give a word of encouragement. I know you're a minister, so I know you can do that. The floor is yours. Mm. Well, for that grieving soul who's listening, I want you to know this. God promises to recycle your pain for his good purpose as you participate with him and trust his plan. I am living proof. And that is your promise as well. And to the person who is wanting to support their grieving friend, I want you to remember this. It's not your responsibility to fix the pain of their loss, but it is your honor and responsibility to help carry that loss. And how do you do that? You express empathy. Powerful words. And we're going to work on that here, even at Impacting Life 24-7, making sure that we're expressing empathy. So Shirley Thiessen, go to ShirleyThiessen.com on all social media platforms. You can find her on Facebook, Instagram, and other places, and um, LinkedIn, her website, of course. You've done a tremendous job. This is very, very powerful. Minister to me, people have already thanked you in the comments here on the live and uh, Christine says, thank you for addressing this challenging subject. Terry Filial says, thank you, Shirley. So, guys, go to ShirleyThiessen.com. Connect with her on social media. And let's just continue to build uh, these uh, hope heroes all throughout the country and around the world. Thank you so oh. much, Shirley. My pleasure. Thank you. All right. Hope you have a great day. Okay. We'll be in touch. All right. All right. All right. You can just let yourself out. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to tell you that on Impact Life 24-7, we are we are blessed to have people like Shirley Feeson on this show.
Have I not said that Impacting Life 24-7, Mike, is a cathedral? Have we not said it is a cathedral of resources? Very uplifting. You're right. Giving us hope, man. Giving us ways to navigate the hurting. You know, and I and I, I I meant what I said relative to the church. Sometimes we just we just fumble these things because we don't we don't talk about them. We don't teach about them. You know, we don't teach about the practical things, the everyday living things. And so, having someone like uh, Shirley Feeson on is is a huge blessing. ShirleyFeeson.com. And if you'd like to be a part of what we've got going on, I'm telling you, you got to subscribe. You can go to our YouTube channel, CL King Group, and subscribe. You can go to one of 30 other places and look up Impacting Life 24-7. Sometimes it's 24 slash 7. Sometimes it's 24 underscore 7. But it's 24-7. Okay? And subscribe so that way you don't miss episodes like these. I love for you to go to Apple Podcast and subscribe and give a rating about this episode because this is real. This was really, really heartfelt and heart changing. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I think I'm going to have to augment my schedule. Greg and Mike, I know we have a show Thursday, but I'm going to have to augment that because it's the last few days before Chris leaves to go back to Colorado Springs. So. We're going to try to move our Thursday schedule to next Thursday. We can always do that. Impact Life 24-7. We're flexible. And so until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Have a happy Memorial Day. And uh, please go connect with our friend, Shirley Thiessen. All you got to do is go to ShirleyThiessen.com. That's T-H. Let me spell it right for you because you know I'm going to mess it up. T-H-I-E-S-S-E-N. ShirleyThiessen.com. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Vera. Thank you, Danny. Thank you, Katrina. Thank you to all of our sponsors for helping making make this thing happen all the time. It takes a lot of work to put this on. I know you guys see me up here and think that's all that happens. It is a lot of work, post-production, etc. And so we're very, very thankful that you guys participate. Hope you have a great night. Talk to you soon.